Hey, everybody. Dave Hagen here. Can you get rich in only 25 minutes a week? We'll talk about that today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Financial Wellness Podcast, or the TFWP, as we like to call it. You're listening to episode 504, that's season five, episode four. And today we're going to talk about, hey, can you get rich in only 25 minutes a week? I'm riding solo this week. The guy's got the week off. And uh, I've just got a couple things that I want to go over quickly today. And then, uh, and then we'll be done. So can you get rich in only 25 minutes a week? That's the title of today's episode. And um, I'll be honest with you, I misnamed it, maybe made it a little more optimistic uh, than I should have. But hey, it got you to tune in, right? So a couple things about the title of the episode. First, I'm not sure that the the objective is to get rich. You know, maybe it's to get self-sufficient. Maybe it's to be comfortable. Maybe it's to be able to make different decisions in your life, but not necessarily rich. Although for some of our listeners out there, that is exactly it, just to get really, really rich and really self-sufficient. But that's not necessarily what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get to people to be self-sufficient so that they can make different decisions in their life, in their work, in their career, et cetera, et cetera. Now, is self-sufficient the term if rich isn't? Well, we talked about that a lot last year. You recall uh, the guys and I spent a lot of time talking about what was the right term. Uh, retired doesn't seem right because if somebody follows these guidelines, um, you're going to be able to do what you want, that is live off the interest on your um, saved money a lot earlier than when you retire. So is it appropriate to call yourself an investor, um, to be um, you know, self-supporting? It doesn't matter what the name is. The point is you can live off the money from your investments and be comfortable. Secondly, can you do it in just 25 minutes per week? Well, I mean, really, of course not. But 25 minutes can control how you modify, how you control, how you think about your week. And that's why I really think that 25 minutes a week can make a big difference in your financial life. We try and make these episodes about 25 minutes long. I think that that's long enough, gives people a few things to think about. And then we move out into life and, and seeing how we can potentially uh, integrate that into your financial plan long-term. So um, yeah, maybe, maybe I push the title a little bit, but I think it makes the point. And I think it gives us a few things to talk about here today. So um, let me explain a little bit more about this and really give you the essence of uh, what I like to think we're about in the, in the process. So I'm looking over uh, the internet the last couple of days, and I'm, I'm just looking at some of the titles and stuff. And, you know, these things will just, these things just are, are, are amazing, you know, like this is, and this is stuff on the internet. Will Ferrell makes phone call. Well, that's important. Kanye or yay or whatever his name is lately gets ice cream cone. I kid you not. 
that was actually an, an article in a newspaper about Kanye going out and getting an ice cream cone. Uh, the Kardashians doing anything seems to be on the internet every single day. Uh, there's stuff about whatever the Kardashians or the Kardashian clan is up to. Same thing, frankly, with Elon Musk, but as you know, I dig that. Um, here's something from today, Sarah Palin's at To Battle New York Times at defamation trial. Um, you know, I mean, I don't particularly care. That's kind of yesterday. Um, I saw one this morning, the underside of the great resignation. Now, wait a minute. Actually, that, that's kind of a good one. We're, we're going to talk about that some more in a couple of weeks. But my, my point is, we're overrun by information and not necessarily good information. It's just chewing gum information. It's just junk. And then put on top of that, all of the uh, advertising messages that are put out there to deliberately draw us in. And then add on top of that, the people that are deliberately trying to draw, put together, um, um, you know, systems or programs that will deliberately draw us in and show us more of um, what they think we want to look at. And before you know it, you're going down the rabbit hole. We all do this and I do this. And, and um, you know, frankly, one of my one of my goals this year, we, we talked about goals a couple of weeks ago. One of my goals this year is not to spend as much time getting pulled down these holes and looking at all these crazy videos and all these articles and stuff I really don't need, unless I've just got some time, some casual time, and I just want to chew some gum, some mental gum. But other than that, I, I really want to limit that. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to compete with that a little bit. We're trying to give you something to put in your mind each week as well. Not long, not lengthy. I don't like our programs. I don't like hour and a half programs. Takes too long. I think we're all kind of programmed by the, the television and we're talking about 20, 25, 30 minutes. Um, I think that's a good chunk that we digest and we're used to doing that. And if we can give you something good to think about in that period of time each week, well, that's going to sit uh, in the countenance of your mind and hopefully some of it will sink in. You know, our message is not necessarily something that a salesperson wants you to hear. Um, you know, a salespeople have stuff to sell you. Uh, we've got nothing to sell you. We just want to provide you with things to think about 20, 25, 30 minutes each week. We think that that can make a difference. It can make a difference. But if you listen to us, then it's up to us to make it interesting. It's up to us to give you something to think about. It's something that's up to us to make it easily digestible and interesting. And that's where I come up with the 25 minutes. After that, it's up to you all week uh, to put together and put in place a financial plan is, a, is, is an all week kind of thing. But if we give you little things to think about and you put those in place during the week, then that's, then that's up to you. So now a lot of you are thinking, especially those of you that weren't with us back in um, you know, the very early days of the TFWP, which is now four years ago, um, hey, what is that message? Well, you can go back and, and, and look at, you know, episodes one through five, one through six. There's some really good stuff. We've talked about a lot of things along the line, um, you know, interest rate trends. We talked about COVID stuff. We talked about career planning. We talked about um, goals and, and, and those kinds of things. 
Um, so lots of information, but really, what is the message? And I've been thinking about this um, over the last couple of weeks, and it's 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 hardly even um, financial, although you need to relate it to your finances. Our message is have a plan. Have a plan. Just that simple. Have a plan. That plan can change. It can be modified. But sit down and have a plan. I remember four or five, maybe six years ago, I was a guest on a radio show and I was prepared to talk about interest rates and student loans and hiring trends and, and all those kinds of things, the stuff relating to credit cards. I mean, we were ready to go. And the, the show kind of cough or the show host kind of caught me off guard. He says, well, what's the, what's the one thing? What's the one thing that you could, you would say to people? And it, and it caught me a little off guard and, and about yeah, two, three seconds later, I said, you know, I, I think it comes down to this, have a plan, have a financial plan. And that plan, at least from our point of view, is nothing more complicated than spend less than you earn. Make a plan to spend less than you earn. Now, a lot of um, financial awareness, a, a lot of personal finance sites talk about ways to save money, all the ways that you can save money. And they start in on the, you know, don't, don't drink as many lattes and da, 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 da. And yeah, that's nice. That's a small part of it, but that's not the, the main thrust of what we talk about. Our main thrust is have a plan, figure out where you want to be and then put together a plan to get there. I think that's empowering. Remember last year we said that um, the theme of the of the year was, hey, this is more about your heart than your head. You can get all sorts of information about financial planning. You can pay someone. You can rely on friends and relatives um, to be, uh, you know, good guides for you. But in, unless you're psyched about it, unless you're on fire about it, unless it's sitting in your heart, yeah, you, you probably aren't going to get it done because that's just hard to do. So have a plan, and the main thrust of that plan is spend less than you earn. And then the second part of that is do something purposeful with the money that falls into that gap. Retire debt, create an emergency fund. We've talked about this. Look at different types of retirement funds and buy funds that are retirement funds. I mean, yes, money that you can draw on when you retire, but maybe money that you could draw on sooner than you retire. Um, looking at the taxability of those different types of devices, how you can get to it, how you can make it grow, how you can potentially make it grow with a minimum amount of tax, if at all possible. So um, after retirement, uh, we looked at the two add-on things, housing and education, um, really how to become financially independent. So you can arrive at a place where you can get up in the morning and go, ah, do I really want to go to work? I don't have to go to work, but I choose to go to work because I've chosen to do something that's exciting. I've chosen to do something that's lucrative. It's I've chosen to do something that I think, uh, to quote Steve Jobs, um, is going to make a dent in the universe. So that's really the plan. That's really what we want people to think about. And then every week we try and discuss a different aspect of this very simple plan. And we throw in some interesting tidbits along the way. I think one of the most important things that we've, we've talked about over the last four years, something I never really realized until recently, really, is that um, at 10% money doubles every seven years, or at 7% money doubles every 10 years. Uh, we've also talked about different types of savings and retirement plans. I've talked about that, but 
um, to think of the magic of compound interest. Remember who it was that, that called the compound interest a, a miracle? It was Albert Einstein, a pretty bar- bright individual. So we just throw in some of those things along the way. Hopefully they, they stick like little pieces of gold um, you know, on your psyche and you think about that and you start to develop something in terms of a long-term plan. And bear in mind, we've got nothing to sell you, you know, that we just want to give you stuff to think about. There are other uh, financial, personal finance sites, financial wellness sites that are selling you things, charts and access to people and, and um, you know, all sorts of books and CDs. We got nothing to sell you, nothing. We just want you to think about this message. We want you to turn it around and and put it into a good place for you. Now, certainly there's people out there that can do this stuff for you. An accountant, family, friend. Um, in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about certified financial planners. Uh, why wouldn't somebody spend one to two to three thousand dollars to have a financial plan written for their whole entire life? Um, it's crazy to me that people don't do that, but it's an emerging profession. I think it's critical, fa- frankly. Why would someone not spend that money? Well, because they haven't created a gap between what they make and what they spend, and they and they don't have that money. So um, that's what I wanted to say about our message. That's what I wanted to say about what we're about. It started out a few minutes ago talking about, hey, how to get rich in 25 minutes um, a week. And I think we've explained that. And I think we've gone through the message. And I think that that gives you something to think about um, over the next um, week or so, at least. This is Dave Hagen, and you're listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails. All right. You know, I don't want to do an email. Actually, I want to follow up on something that we talked about um, a couple of weeks ago, because I was just seeing a lot of things come up um, in the media this last week about it. You know, two, three weeks ago, I talked about my, my beef with Matt Damon, and I think it was the last episode of last year. So about three weeks ago, and I was uh, talking about this, um, that he's one of the front people for, for crypto.com and now the LA basketball stadium is called crypto.com arena, whatever it is. But my, my real beef was with Matt Damon, not necessarily selling his name um, to crypto because I mean, celebrities do that all the time, I guess. But um, you know, the, the closing line of the article or the, the advertisement was fortune favors the brave. And I, and I thought it was encouraging people to like go all in on crypto. And I really didn't like that, even though, I like Matt Damon as an actor an awful lot. So I thought I was being pretty forward thinking and bringing this up, pointing this out. I thought I was being a a very good observer in society and passing those observations along to um, our listeners. But it turns out 
Matt Dateman is getting killed on the internet on places like Yahoo Finance and all these places. They are just annihilating him for this uh, advertisement. So here I thought I was leading edge and you know people were maybe only a week or two behind me. So um, I thought that was fascinating. I thought that you might find that interesting. You may recall, um, I'm not a big fan of crypto. Uh, you know, I've argued with the guys about this at length. Um, I've, I've said all along, I wouldn't do it because I don't understand it. And if I don't understand something, I shouldn't invest in it. Um, at best, um, most financial people are saying it should be a small piece uh, and on the leading edge of risk on your portfolio. Um, so I'm not really a fan. In fact, I saw a commercial uh, just this morning and it was a guy sitting in his office and he looks at his phone and he yells, I'm rich. And everybody's partying around him. And then he looks at his phone again because he's investing in crypto, right? And he goes, I'm poor. And he goes back to his job and picks up and starts shuffling all the paper. And then he looks at his, his, his phone again and he goes, I'm rich. And people start getting dressed to, you know, go to the tropics and, and party with them. And then he looks at it again. And he goes, I'm poor. And I thought, what an interesting um, um, commentary on investing in uh, crypto. Now, this was an ad for TurboTax, I think. And they're going, well, hey, if you're up or down, whatever, we can help you with your tax return. Um, and that was really the purpose behind the ad. But I thought it was an interesting commentary um, on uh, people who are investing at least large percentages of what they have in crypto because they're rich, they're poor, they're rich, they're poor. And a solid long-term investment strategy should not be that. And now I read this week that Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather and you know the boxer and, and Paul Pierce, the basketball player, um, retired basketball player, have got drug into a lawsuit out here in Cali and the, the lawsuit saying that they were using their fame to promote or pump um, something called Ethereum Max. And there's people that, that aren't um, happy about that. Um, and then that leads me further down the lap rabbit hole because I'm interested in this and I, and I wanna keep our listeners up to date. And I see other celebrities that um, you know, are now lending their names uh, to these, these kind of crypto currencies, Gwyneth Paltrow, um, Reese, Reese Witherspoon, um, actually a real fave of mine, and um, Paris Hilton, not Paris Hilton, the fave, Reese Witherspoon is the fave, and, um, you know, a whole bunch of others. And I mean, who, I guess, who wouldn't lend their name to something like this? If someone came up to you and said, well, you're famous, would you smile and say something nice about crypto? And guess what? We'll give you $10 million dollars. Um, I mean, it's really hard to say anything other than, uh, okay, to something like that. I mean, as long as it's not fraudulent. Um, and that's why my, my beef with, uh, with Damon was something more because he wasn't just be, being the, fa the face of it. Um, he was encouraging people to go all in with what he was saying. Um, so that's kind of an update on a recent uh, or a series of recent developments on, on crypto. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't advise it. Um, and even if I would advise it, I would advise it on an extremely um, small level and it would be on the leading edge of the risk part of your portfolio. And frankly, there's, there's far better things that you can do, especially if you have time as one of the elements in your 
um, or portfolio or where you're at financially, there's a lot better things that you can do than jumping into these um, high risk uh, investments. So I think that's going to be a wrap. You know, we started out today um, talking about, hey, can you get rich in only 25 minutes a week? And while that might be a bit of a stretch, it underscored some of the things that we've been talking about. And we talked about um, what our message is that we're trying to get across. I think it's important to revisit that because we are now starting our fifth year and we were talking about why we were doing this quite a long time ago. So we also included a little follow-up on the whole crypto thing. And I think all of that taken together creates an episode. This is Dave Hagen, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.